0: So if you are an up and coming athlete that is trying to build the career of your dreams, make sure you're following along this show. Make sure you go subscribe on the YouTube channel, on the podcast, and everywhere else you can. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussel, and today we're talking about learning from the right people. Now, the reason we're bringing this one to you is the, well, the origin of this episode originated where all great conversations originate on TikTok. Um, And basically why I wanted to do this episode is because I was having a conversation with a guy on TikTok and it was on a video of mine that popped off a little bit, and it was talking about how if you gas out while you fight, where a lot of people go is they just double down. They're like, okay, I just have to work twice as hard, I have to do twice as much, I just need to grind, 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 then it won't happen to me anymore. And my point in the video was, if you're gassing out in fights, it means you're doing something wrong, and if you're doing something wrong, don't just double down on what you're doing, learn how to actually fix the problem. Now, on this video, this person commented saying that you know you just need to do more road work, and, Well, I commented back, and if you followed me for any period of time, you know my stance on that, and my stance is, no, you do not just need to do more road work. You need to understand how to train like a fucking athlete. So I commented back, and I basically said, you know, road work is all well and good, but there is more efficient ways to get better results when it comes to building a gas tank. And that started the back and forth a little bit, to which he basically said, that I was wrong because there's a lot of examples of boxers that do road work and have good gas tanks. So therefore, I was incorrect, he was correct because look at what these guys do. And what I really wanna reinforce with that, guys, is that just because someone who is at a high level in the sport does it, it does not mean that it is the best training method. Just because Floyd Mayweather goes for runs, it does not mean going for runs will generate you a 50 and 0 pro boxing record. There is a lot more that goes into developing that. And that's what we're going to talk about today is learning from the right people. So I see a lot of people get stuck in these same kind of examples where they're like, yeah, it's all well and good that you're saying you should do other stuff. But this guy who was good at boxing one time said that you should do this. So I'm just going to listen to that guy. And again, Just because they were good at the sport, it doesn't mean they understand how to train for it. Now, yes, a lot of pro boxers or a lot of pro athletes in general will probably have some good insights, but you gotta remember something as well. A lot of these guys, first off, are genetic freaks. So they are going to be well-equipped to succeed in the sport anyway. Second Second of all, have a ridiculous work ethic, they're in the gym constantly, they're improving their skills constantly, they're obsessed with getting as good as they can possibly get. So in turn, even if they're not doing the best things or the right things, they're still gonna get great results. And third, like we've said, Just because they're good at it, it doesn't mean they understand how to train for it. They're just doing what they've been told to do. They're doing it a lot, they're getting obsessed with it, and finally, they're getting good results doing it. But when it comes to learning how to train properly, regardless, your goal as an athlete up and coming should be get the best possible result with the least amount of effort. Now, when I say this, I'm not saying don't put in a lot of effort. I'm saying get the best possible result from the effort you put in. Now, amazingly enough, this is a now, amazingly enough, this is a sentence that I've gotten shit on for saying that you should be trying to get more results out of the training you do, which seems like common sense to me, maybe not to everybody. And again, I want to reinforce this is not me saying you shouldn't work hard. This is me saying that you need to learn how to get more results from the hard work you're doing. And regardless of what other athletes in the sport are doing, regardless of what Floyd Mayweather did to train, regardless of what Canelo does to train, regardless of what Conor McGregor did, what whoever the hell else you wanna listen to did, there are some simple facts about how the body works. We have three energy systems. We have the anaerobic lactic system, we have the anaerobic lactic system, and we have the aerobic system. I'm not gonna go super in depth into each one because that is a podcast for another day and one that I've talked about on previous podcasts as well. But we have those three energy systems. Essentially, the aerobic system helps you output over a longer duration of time and helps you recover. The anaerobic lactic system is a bridge between your aerobic work, so your longer duration efforts, and your anaerobic work, which is short, short, short duration, maximum intensity. Now, in order to get the best possible result building your gas tank for any sport, let alone combat sports, you need to have a proper mix of these three systems within your training. And where a lot of people go wrong with this is they try to hit all those systems in the same session. So I'll see guys that say, yeah, I do my sprints, but you're doing them after you hit a good aerobic session. So if you hit a good aerobic session, you go for a 30 minute run, and then at the end of the 30 minute run, you do a bunch of sprints, your body's functioning at 60, 70% when you're doing those sprints, you're not truly getting the anaerobic benefit. So again, there's complexities when it comes to actually programming this stuff that you're not gonna get from watching Floyd Mayweather's Instagram account, that you're not gonna get from following your favorite UFC champion on Instagram. And that's what I really need you guys to take away from this. If you are trying to get the best possible result when it comes to building your gas tank for combat sports, first of all, understand that just because somebody online that you admire is doing something, it doesn't mean that that's the best method. It doesn't mean that that is exactly what everyone should be doing. But on top of that, something I really need you to understand is when you are following these guys, and you are looking at what they're doing for their training and you are starting to take little pieces of it, understand that you're not seeing everything. They're not putting out how much sleep they're getting, how what food they're eating at what time of day, how many sessions a day they're doing, what every one of those sessions looks like. They're just throwing out a couple of clips or throwing out a couple of videos and then you're sitting there going, that's how this person trains, that's how I need to train because that person's good and I wanna be good. So understand that the training you're trying to model after Floyd Mayweather, Canelo, whoever else that you're looking at, the training that you're trying to model is based off of limited, limited, limited amounts of what they're actually doing. So not only are you getting it from the wrong place by just following an athlete's Instagram account instead of following people who actually understand how the body works and understand how to better develop it, but you're only getting pieces from the wrong places. You see what I'm saying? You see where this is going wrong? And the hard part to help people understand and where I've struggled within my own career to like really get that point across is if you do any training, you'll get some kind of result. You know, people get very confused when they listen to me talk about running and say that, you know, going for runs isn't the best way to train for sport. They think I hate the idea of an athlete ever going for a run. Guys, I don't hate the idea of an athlete going for a run. All I'm saying is understand that if you're spending all day, every day going for runs, that's not gonna be the ultimate way to get the best result that you're looking for in your sport. You can go for runs if you like going for runs. Do it, like, do your thing. But don't be under the illusion that I worked hard, I got a good sweat going, therefore it's gonna be the best way to condition myself for combat sports. Because, like I said before, the energy systems still apply. Being able to build your aerobic system to the degree that it needs for the duration of your fight, being able to combine that with strong anaerobic systems, as well as strength, as well as plyometric work. There are so many areas that people overlook because they see a video of Floyd Mayweather going for a run, and then they go, best boxer in history. He goes for runs. I need to go for runs. If I go for runs, I'll be as good as him. So off I go. And that's just not how it works. You're getting your info from the wrong places and you're not even getting all of the info from the wrong places. And just that argument too, guys, of, you know, well, like like this guy goes for runs, so, you know, that's what we need to do. Think about what you're saying. This guy that's good at this thing does this, therefore, that's what everyone needs to do. There's just no Correlation to that. Just because he goes for runs, it does not mean that is the best way to train to develop your conditioning. It just doesn't. Because he also does boxing training. He also does other types of training. He also does a whole lot of other stuff in his free time. Why isn't any of the, why aren't any of those things the you know crucial element that you have to do in order to reach that kind of level of success? so what i really want you to take away is first of all stop getting your information by just following your favorite athletes and then deciding that you understand what they do because you see some clips from them on social media start understanding how the human body works if you want to know how to best develop yourself for your sport and Which leads me into my final point, if you're following people in order to try to learn how to develop your conditioning to the highest possible level, follow people that train that and coach that, not people who are just doing it. Because the people that are doing it are doing stuff they're told to do because they're told to do it. Now don't get me wrong, some might have a good understanding, I don't know, I've never had a conversation with Floyd Mayweather, if you talk to him, he might sit there and say, yeah, this is exactly why the conditioning looks the way it does, You might have great answers. I don't know. But what I do know for sure is that people that do this for a living, people who write these programs, people who study this, people who are certified in this, are going to have more information about how the body works and how it can translate into the sport that you're doing. Finally, off of that, if you have any illusion in your mind that there is a certain type of exercise that has to be done when it comes to strength and conditioning, you're just wrong. You do not have to go for runs to build a good gas tank. You can. They can be incorporated, but it is not a necessity. You don't have to do a certain strength exercise in order to build a good strength base. You can. It can be incorporated, but you do not have to. It is not a necessity. There is no one exercise in order to become a good boxer that you need to do other than boxing. The rest of them are going to be tools to develop the athlete that can now become a better boxer. Because where I see a lot of athletes get stuck when it comes to strength and conditioning work is they're trying to mimic the actual movements of the sport. And let me reiterate that in a way that makes sense. I had an athlete ask me the other day, what I thought about a certain exercise. And basically, a band is tied to a squat rack. The athlete holds the band in their hand and then throws punches while holding this band. And they said, like, you know, what do you what do you think? Like it'll be good for punching power, right? And when you think about, you know, in your average week as a boxer, how many punches are you throwing on a day-to-day basis? Thousands. Or on a week-to-week basis, thousands, maybe not thousands every single day. But If you're already throwing thousands of punches a week, then why would it be beneficial for you to hold a band which is gonna throw off the mechanic of how you throw the punch and then just throw more punches holding the band? Instead of taking that same amount of time and just building up the strength in the structures that throw those punches. So the same amount of time that you're grabbing that band and throwing punches with the band, messing up your technique a little bit but adding some resistance, just Build stronger shoulders, build stronger hips, build stronger hamstrings. And then when you go to throw the punch the next time, you haven't done a drill that's messing up your mechanics, you've just gotten stronger. So now it takes you less, less effort to throw more power behind the punch, right? Strength and conditioning is not designed to build a boxer or build an MMA fighter or build a kickboxer. Strength and conditioning is designed to build an athlete, to build a stronger person with better conditioning better power output, better speed, that can now practice their skills and execute those skills at a higher level to make them a better athlete specific to the sport. Does that make sense? So we don't wanna just replicate the actual moves of the sport. Don't tie weights around your ankles and then start throwing kicks. The goal isn't to make your strength and conditioning look like the sport. The goal is to make the strength and conditioning reinforce the muscles that then translate to making the sport easier to execute at a higher level. So guys, number one, get your information from coaches, not from athletes. Number two, understand there is no magic exercise that has to be done to improve yourself as an athlete other than the sport itself. Number three, understand that just because your favorite athlete does something, it does not mean that that training method is actually good. It means that that person works very fucking hard to get results regardless. Maybe it is good, but the fact that they do it is not enough information for you to go on to decide that it's good. You need more information than that. Why are they doing it? What is the purpose? Is that the most effective way to get that result based on the science of how the body works? So I hope this was valuable. I hope this thought, I hope this made you think of something. I hope this made you, you know, turned a little bit of a light on. If you did get value from this, my only, my main ask of you is share it with a friend, share it with a coach, share it with a teammate. We grow this show through word of mouth. So the more this gets shared around, the more people we reach, the more athletes we can help. So I appreciate you all for taking the time to tune in. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. Now remember, information without execution is useless.